0: I've taken advantage of every program that is that I know available to me that my time will allow. But in that, I found that it wasn't just for me. It was like able to bless someone else, sharing experiences, sharing, encouraging words and keeping people connected to their purpose.
1: From the University of Alabama's Colorado College of Business, it's Bama Means Business, a podcast that reveals amazing stories from those people who both inspire and make a difference in our community. I'm Cole Stevens, and on the show today, Tanisha Sim Summers. This is going to be the second part of our two-part series about our company, Naughty But Nice Kettle Corn, in which she discusses the social impact she wants to have with Naughty But Nice, as well as what her plans are for the future of the company. I hope you enjoy. What was the inspiration for the name Naughty But Nice Kettle Corn Company? (laughs) It's a weird question, but that name is very unique. I've never heard of it. It is. It rolls off the tongue. I mean...
0: It is. NBNKC, Naughty But Nice. So we played off of the idea that kettle corn is sweet and salty, right? Mm. So essentially, kettle corn is packed with fiber. it's It's a whole grain that's packed with... Naturally, has just great nutrients in it, right? Now, obviously... We embellish it a little bit, but we use all natural ingredients. So we said, this is like the perfect snack, right? You can eat on this all the time. It's not a cupcake. It's not a candy bar. In the back of your mind, it can be a guilt-free snack. So we said, it's naughty because we embellish it a little bit. It has a little bit of the sugar and the salt. A really great balance, by the way. And I'm sorry I didn't bring you any, but I owe you some. So don't let me forget. Don't worry (laughs) about it. But then it's nice because it's like, you know, you're getting something that you can kind of feel not so bad about snacking on. So Naughty But Nice was that whole contrast. And we thought it would really stand out. And um, it's it's it has played over well with our pop head audience. That's for sure.
1: There's a pophead audience. Pop
0: head. That's yeah. what you call
1: fans, supporters.
0: Yeah. Our fans are called, we refer to them as popheads. We affectionately refer to them as pop heads. And essentially they are people who love Naughty But Nice Kettle Corn Company. They eat it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, they share it with friends, family, and coworkers. But the, the struggle to share it is real. Mm. Okay. And then essentially they spend a lot of time raving about us but they essentially exist to make the world a sweeter place. So, you know, you love our kettle corn, right? It's addictive, but generally the people that support us, they care about things, whether they're conscious of it or not, they care about things that matter. They, they care about local. They innately are just a certain type of customer. And we've noticed that we have a very diverse audience, um, but they welcome um, us challenging everyone to work together to make the world a sweeter place to live. And so that is what being a pop head is all about.
1: What does your growth as a company look like in the past six, seven years since you started?
0: Yeah. So um, essentially, like I said, we started very small organically. We did the Pepper Place Farmers Market. Shout out to Pepper Place. That's like our home. Um, it's one of the largest farmers market in the state. From there, we would do various events and, and markets, and then we got a little rinky-dink website that I did not like. <laughs> and I was like, we got to change this really quickly. So we kind of redid something for people to at least get some information. Actually, we're going through another transition now, but our customers just started to gravitate to it. And really, our growth has been led by our customers' demands. You know, it's some things they've come up with and we're like, oh, wow, that is a great idea. They'll ask you about a service and you're like, oh, yeah, well, we can develop that for you. Right. And so we'll test out a concept and then we'll see how it goes over with them. And, and if it goes over well and it makes sense financially, um, it's something we really expound upon. So we use our intuition. And, you know, we look at the trends in the market, but most importantly, we listen to our customers and they really help with our growth. So we've seen growth, you know, of maybe 20 percent or more year over year. Um, We added Miss Poppy, our food truck, last year. So we were so excited about that. We purchased it in 2019, but the build out was complete in April of last year, which came right in time for the pandemic because, People weren't trying to be up in your face across a table, you know, sampling kettle corn. So this really um, allowed us to engage with our customers and our community safely during the pandemic. And that Miss Poppy has been a big hit.
1: That's amazing. I can't wait to see this truck in real life. What is your target market or what events? Obviously, you talked about starting out in farmers markets, events, fairs, festivals. What do you target now as a company or what does your staple consumer look like?
0: Yeah, so our staple consumer, um, you know, we've focused on um, various local organizations, people who are working to make an impact in the community, um, corporations such as Amazon. UA has been a customer of ours. They're, they're pop heads, corporate pop heads, okay? <laughs> um, UAB, these people, they're buying in larger capacities, but it really aligns because it's like, what it, why are they buying? And essentially it goes back to the slogan. I know it sounds cheesy, but I got to say it again to make relationships sweeter. That is what they're doing. They're using this product to in a sales environment, right? They're using it to market something else. They're putting their custom labels on it. So our customer has changed in that respect where They are now really involved in our process and making the world sweeter um, because of the way in which they're using the product. So you could be a salesperson, um, a medical facility, um, a big manufacturing plant. You could be just having family movie night at home, you know, you and the kids. So, you know, we want it to be a staple in people's lives. I mean, we've heard everything from, you know, I was having a bad day. This cheered me up or I found out I was diagnosed with cancer and somebody sent me a tin of this. And so it really just warms our heart to know that people think of us when they want to make or improve somebody else's life. Um, And, you know, food is the way to the, you know, it's food for the soul. Right. It's literally and figuratively because people, uh, you know, I don't want to encourage like, you know, gluttony in a in a situation where you're down or depressed but you know people take solace in you know that's how meetings are held over food and a nice glass of wine right so wine and kettle corn go great together so does beer and kettle corn just so (laughs) so you know they it's it's just um it's one of those products that it's just a natural connection it's a Mm -hmm. natural connector
1: your specialty, your your talent lies in marketing. That's where your passion mm-hmm. really is. I mm-hmm. took a little bit of a look at like your Instagram, your social media. Incredibly impressive stuff. Like For oh, a well, small you. business yeah. to have the power, the skill that you have, do you see yourself utilizing social media more than you thought you would and seeing a lot of traffic from there or interest and awareness?
0: Oh, I use it about the amount that I think I – should use it. And actually we need to ramp it up a lot more. Okay, Um, There are just so many other opportunities to just, you know, really get our messaging out. Um, But I have to give a shout out to our current semester UA students, right? They are killing it. So this semester we partner with WCRA. Can I say their name? Yeah, I got (laughs) to give them a shout out. Um, with Jeremy Duckworth and his program. And they've connected us with the accounting students there, as well as the marketing students. And so um, up for the last six years, we have been managing our own social media in-house. But I have so many creative ideas. And just when it gets to graphics and just really making it look really nice and crisp, it's sometimes hard to implement all of those, right? So I still get to have fun with my stories, but um, our UA marketing team, and then we brought on another um, marketing team here locally in Birmingham um, in January. And um, we just felt it was time to, you know, kind of transition some of our ideas and thoughts to a company who could support where we've already, what we've already done and really enhance that. So, you know, you need to see us more on LinkedIn because a lot of our clients are those corporate clients, Right. Um, Instagram. We're even going to start playing a little bit with TikTok. We're going to try to figure that one out. You know, Um, of course, Facebook, Um, you know, managing your Google listing. A lot of people leaving reviews. We um, in the marketing world, uh, Clem and I both worked in that space. It was important. You have to reply to you have to reply to your reviews. If someone takes the time to leave a review, you should take the time to thank them for that and acknowledge. Um, that they are a supporter of, a supporter of yours. So um, Yelp, so there are a lot of different platforms. I think you have to figure out which one works best for you. And after analyzing, we we figured of how we can hit a lot of our ideal customers on those platforms.
1: Looking towards the future of Naughty but nice kettle, kettle corn company. Where do you see it going in the next Year five years down the road, do you have a vision for what the company is going to look like?
0: Absolutely, and make sure I get this recording so I can look back and say, Oh, I spoke this into existence. We'll make sure (laughs) to do that. (laughs) But, um, so geez, you know, I think about Jeff Bezos and how he spent the first eight years of Amazon, um, focused on how to get people to engage in online books, and he had to, um, even after that, when he didn't know if this company would survive, he had to pivot. And, you know, close to 30 years later, if not more, you know, he's become just a global company impacting everybody's lives. It's almost like you can't live like if you haven't shopped on Amazon, you must be under a rock. Right. Um. So I almost compare some of our benchmark companies would consist of like a Starbucks. It would consist of a Coca-Cola um, we think that popcorn overall in general has, it's just an all-American snack, right? It's very nostalgic. You may think of being at a baseball game with a grandparent. Um, you just think about Christmas and the tens you get, right? So uh, we want to be able to expand Naughty But Nice, um, where everyone knows our name but they know why we exist. They connect to the product, the mission of the company, I'm sorry, just as much as they do the product. And again, I'm going to home back, making the world a sweeter place. So you may see Naughty But Nice with a few of the kettle corn trucks in an area near you. Um, You may see um, a facility that you can come and get some merch that you feel good about supporting this company. And um, touring how the kettle corn is made, you know, seeing the magic behind the the kettle corn, the kettle to hand process, and um, we're just making a real big social impact. Um, we're supporting amazing organizations like this one. Uh, we're we're partnering with other corporate um, corporations to help um, build sustainable communities. We really want to focus our efforts on. Um, closing the racial wealth gaps. And I think that is where we're going as we continue to grow.
1: A lot of the focus you talked about tonight has been on the aspect of community Mm -hmm. and using food to bring a community together. Would you say that's one of your main motivations for seeing this through for really wanting this to be successful Is your own experience, having that community is an integral part to someone's development?
0: Absolutely. I mean, so I'm in another program, right? I'm just always in a program. But the first project we had to do was work through an exit strategy. That was so hard for me. Because being a Black-owned business, trying to grow a sustainable business, right? Not one that just one or two people working in it, but you can really impact other people's lives when you hire them and you can, you can have a sustainable business that does not require you to be there. That's not as common as, as it probably should be, right? I mean, can you personally think of any fortune 50 or fortune 500 companies that are black or minority owned?
1: Very few, even Very even few. at the C-suite or executive level, have minority leaders
0: right. to say at least, right? And it's 2021, and so um, we are definitely community-oriented. That is at the core of why we exist. And so when I think about an exit strategy, it's hard to build something just to build it up and sell it to make a bunch of money. Um, without knowing that whoever is going to take over it maybe one day has that same intentionality. And we try to be extremely e- intentional with our Make Your Local Pop program. We partner with, and it's not just people of color. We have, again, a very diverse audience. We believe that everyone, it takes everyone to make this country work, right? It takes everyone. Um, But we feel that everyone should have opportunities to travel and see the world and just have certain experiences. And so that is very, very core to why we exist, why we're popping. We say popping with a purpose and that's exactly what we're doing. Like that is why we exist. And so community is at the core, collaboration is at the core and education and awareness about Some of these social issues is at the core of what we do.
1: Looking back on your younger self, your 18, 20-year-old self, what's one piece of advice you would have?
0: This is my favorite phrase, and I don't know why it sticks with me. And I read it in high school, and it is simple. It's so simple, but it's so profound to me. And it says, if you're going to doubt anything, doubt your limits. And I speak to my younger self and everyone else in their younger selves. We put limitations on any your older selves, right? We put limitations on ourselves. It doesn't matter if you were placed for adoption. It doesn't matter if you grew up in poverty. It does matter, but it doesn't because I feel that God in the universe is going to give you everything that you need if you have confidence to know that you deserve it. And there were times it was hard for me to believe that I deserve something. Sometimes it's hard for me to even think like, can this become a multimillion dollar company? But I'm putting in the work and I'm doing it for the right reasons. And so I do believe that it can happen. I would just tell my younger self to just be present and trust the process. Trust your process.
1: No words better spoken than that. Happiness is subjective for everyone. Mm -hmm. Where do you find happiness both personally and professionally in your life right now?
0: I find happiness when I can um, spend time with my children, knowing that God blessed me with them so that they can grow up and go on to do impactful things in the world. Um when they're laughing or silly, when I can take them with me to a meeting and not really be stressed about oh gosh, you know, what is my boss going to say? Cuz I am my boss. <laughs> and and if I go somewhere and I give them this, the disclosure that I have one of my assistants with me, that gives me joy to know that I can like do that, that I can I can be a part of the foundational part of their life and not sacrifice something else that means something to me. Um, and my professional life, being able to help other people, like the the spirit of reciprocity, you know, like I'm helping someone, you're sowing good seeds, and then someone comes back and help you. I, we couldn't be here without the. We've had so much help and support. I've taken advantage of every program that is that I know available to me that my time will allow. But in that, I found that it wasn't just for me. It was like able to bless someone else, sharing experiences, sharing, encouraging words and keeping people connected to their purpose and whatever they're doing. Just like you're here, you're doing this. It's a deeper purpose than your skill set, you have a skill set. I mean, I'm sure you're gonna, this is gonna be a bang out job, you know, with the microphones. I feel all, you know, I can't wait to hear it. But what you're doing is so much more impactful than just asking someone questions. You're being inspired, you're creating a platform to inspire other people. And so professionally, joy and happiness for me comes in knowing that someone left me better than they came.
1: Having such deep roots in Alabama, being Mm -hmm. from Birmingham, graduating from UAB, and now raising a family here, what's one memory that's going to stick with you for the rest of your life that Alabama has blessed you with?
0: Wow. I would just say um, being a village child. The village. It just goes back to the village, which... For me, it's just, again, synonymous for a community. Um, a lot of, you know, um, I was very close to a lot of my extended family. My grandmother passed away and is buried here. Um, my children were birthed here, and I have a beautiful family. I always envisioned having two boys, two girls. You know, it's crazy, the law of attraction. And then of course, the opportunities to be able to, to create a company that impacts people. So we, so, you know, a story that goes back to why this all started, I grew up in the historical College Hills. Um, Legion Field is where all of the Alabama and Auburn games were played, okay? So that's where the Iron Bowl was played. And my best friend and I, and um her brother, who's like my brother as well, we would literally sell popsicles, popsicles, no pun intended, (laughs) but we literally did. Um, our, our street was like gridlock traffic. Okay. And the college Hills area is like a historical area. It's a lot of where a lot of affluent black people at the time, um, lived. And so the Legion field areas where all the games were played and the fans would just be coming down with their pom-poms and we set up a little table and we would just go running to the car selling popsicles for 50 cent. You know, that is a deep rooted memory because I didn't have a lot of friends. I mean we go to a Catholic school, it's not like a you live in the community with all of your people, you know, that when you're at a public school, People could live all over, right, so I didn't necessarily have a lot of kids in my community, so I didn't get to play with a lot of people so the couple of the one friend that I had you know that memory of my grandmother working hard and supporting me and our grandfather and selling those popsicles, I never would have known that you know almost thirty years later that that would be um. The foundation to where I am now. So many memories, but community and village is what; those are the words that resonate with me.
1: Giving you the last bit of our session today, could you give us the mission and values for Naughty But Nice Kettle Corn Company to someone who's listening, and why you think they should support you, and why. You're a great business to be a part of.
0: Yeah. So again, Naughty But Nice Kettle Corn Company was established in 2014. We specialize in a small batch artisan style of crafting sweet and salty kettle popcorn, hence our name, Naughty But Nice. Um, One of our crowd pleasers is the Birmingham mix. So that's a blend of our Cheddar Makes It Better and French Toast Flavors. Uh, But we're not just popcorn. It's not just popcorn with us. And you'll see that splattered all over our food truck, um, Miss Poppy, um, because we exist to make relationships sweeter. And so every time you purchase a bag, every time you send someone a bag or a tin, you are supporting change. You are supporting equality. You are supporting empowerment with people, with women, with children, people of all races, you are supporting diversity and inclusion. So just as, just as diverse as our flavors are, that is how we envision our customer base. And so if you are open for learning and growing and embracing differences, um, facing your fears of whatever those differences are that we a lot of times shy away from. Uh, Being a part of our company and our pop head family, it's a journey that we will be on together. And so whether you get the product directly from me or you order online, as we continue to grow the culture of our company, we want everyone a part of that culture. To be able to exude that same type of energy to everyone that supports this company. So, um, and it's just a bang out addictive snack. So, hey, when you give it out to people, they will never forget you for it. Okay. Go and read our reviews. People love it. And um, we love our pop heads. So,
1: speaking about it, what's the best way for people to find the popcorn first, but also then to get in contact with you if they're interested in having a conversation?
0: Absolutely. So one correction, it's kettle corn. Kettle corn. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Look, my marketing right person there. has stayed on me about it. Like it's not popcorn. I i i I too fall into the popcorn trap. <laughs> but um, you can definitely find us on our website, www.nbnkettlecorn.com. You can place orders there. We do ship throughout the nation. So if you're not here locally, um, in the Alabama or Birmingham area, you can still experience our amazing snack. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at NBN Kettle Corn Co. We're on Facebook, uh, Naughty But Nice Kettle Corn Company. And if you are an existing pop head out there and listening, help us out. We need some TikTok videos. So when you get your bag, just make a video and tag us. So, yeah.
1: That's Tanisha Sim Summers from Naughty But Nice Kettle Corn Company. And thanks so much for listening to the show today. If you're not a subscriber, do subscribe to our podcast wherever you get yours. And of course, check out our website at culverhouse.ua.edu to learn more about the Culverhouse College Business and what it has to offer. And as always, Roll Tide!